Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, and welcome to Couple of Flicks. I'm Tristan. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. So, you know, due to, you know, recent circumstances that I'm sure everybody is aware of, you know, we got to be distanced for a while. So we're just going to give this a shot and see how it goes, you know, but, um, but before we get started, um, have, have either of you guys watched anything recently that you might want to talk about? Mm. Um, I finally saw that uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh gosh, yeah. What? So, what do you think of that one? It was pretty good. Yeah. Typical uh, Kaufman film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely like heavy and complex. Yeah. But like you, I'm gonna have to give it a couple more watches. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I understand it now, but like. The first time I watched it, I was just, I was kind of just mystified by it. Like I sort of had an idea of like the scope of it, but I wasn't sure, you know? And then the second time I watched it, it's like, okay, wait a minute. This is nothing. This is nothing like what I thought it was, you know? Yeah. And then the third time, so I watched it three times total. And the third time I watched it is when I kind of was like, oh, okay, this, this makes sense now, you know? so but it's it is a lot to take in you know but once you i think once you kind of understand the whole thing and once you kind of get a good grasp of like what it's ultimately about and what's happening um it's actually like pretty pretty amazing like i really love that movie i think it might be my favorite film of the year so far yeah it's definitely up there for me yeah i I have to think about it more yeah oh gosh yeah definitely yeah i've been wanting to see it yeah it's really good it's just yeah pretty weird yeah i figured kaufman (laughs) yeah yeah definitely um the only one yeah yeah, the only thing i've seen recently was uh borat that comes to mind (laughs) if we haven't i don't know did we talk about that last time or no, I I I watched that one too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. It was <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, not as good as the first, but still mm-hmm. good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I was surprised by the direction it took, actually, like, because I thought it was going to be like, I thought they were just going to try to do more of the same with it, you know, and I was like. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, I like he's already done like two movies like that now, and so it's like by this point, it's like, do we really have to have the same story? You know. So, uh, you know, when I watched it, I was kind of not really feeling it, you know. But then I was actually sort of pleasantly surprised that like after the first like half hour or so, it actually ended up sort of going in a totally different direction and being like about his daughter, you know, which was like, yeah. what? Okay, I didn't see that coming, you know. So. Yeah, that was interesting the father-daughter relationship thing yeah Yeah. so i ended up liking it quite a bit i didn't like it as much as the first one the first one was like a lot stronger more confident it just has like a yeah i feel like the first film is just more funny just in general like as a comedy it just works better than the second one you know yeah but i I still liked what they did with it 
Yeah, it's yeah. hard. I bet it's harder to do after that first one got so successful. Like he's gonna get noticed now everywhere he goes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And I assume and that I like- they filmed this during like uh, the COVID stuff too, because it seems like he started before. It feels like that's how it happened. At least I don't know if. Yeah. And that's what I think I've read as well that you know it started before and then you know, they had to change around the the storyline and everything to match COVID and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, it actually felt like they'd kind of been working on it for a while, you know, like, it just had that sort of feel to it, like, um, that, uh, I, I don't know, it just, it didn't have like the same, like, the first film had sort of like, um, you know, pl- like a, a point, B point, C point story, like storyline, which is kind of why like, you know i i tend to not really think of the narrative aspect of it i tend to think more the more about the documentary aspect of it you know and um this this film didn't really have a story structure it was more about like it started off kind of having a story structure but then it kind of just became sort of a character study about the daughter which was like and then of (laughs) course it had like the character growth of borat where he goes into the the um the, the was it a synagogue or i think there's called synagogues yeah My yeah synagogue. kind of scrambled right i, I want to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i actually thought I think synagogue. <laughs> yeah and i actually didn't i didn't really think that scene was that funny i actually thought it was actually like really touching and kind of like moving and genuine and which is why i'm surprised that there's kind of been some controversy about that scene like regarding the that woman like the elderly like holocaust survivors family i guess like they, I guess, I think she passed away, and I think they, they sort of talked about how they weren't really pleased with like, and I guess they're like they're pursuing that in court. I mean, he gets sued with like every time he makes a movie, so I guess it doesn't really yeah. matter. But I'm surprised that that was like controversial because I actually thought that was sort of a genuine sort of human moment. I didn't really think it was like right. intending to be funny. I thought it was yeah. And there were a couple other scenes in that in the movie too that I actually really appreciated on that level. Not really a, in a humorous way, but more just sort of what it was saying or what it was kind of exploring. You know, I still didn't think it was as good a movie as the first film, but I still liked it. Yeah, because he came in like roasting the Jews hard again, and then they were <laughs> like, "Oh no!" Yeah. and really cool about it and nice to him <laughs> and stuff, so that he yeah. like turned around yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah it was cool yeah, they, i heard yeah i heard like the the babysitter too was trying to get more money or something like that which oh, I guess yeah. she deserves because like, well, she did I mean, really she well did, that she came across she came out of it looking incredible like an awesome human being you know i think it's really just more of like the principle of the thing like the fact that she was sort of led into the project under false pretenses like that yeah I think that's sort of what she is, which I think as as a Christian, I, I can understand that because there's a lot of people who are really like pro-honesty and, you know, so I, I actually can sort of understand her perspective, but I still thought she actually looked incredible in the movie. Definitely, so, yeah, she came really well. <laughs> the most, yeah, the, the most like, I guess, uh, controversial moment in the film sort of came like at the end, which course yeah i don't even really have an opinion on that <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i don't know either it's whatever yeah no I surprises 
not yeah it's not interesting to me so i didn't really <laughs> care for the third act all that much it kind of just went in an aimless direction but i still yeah. liked it though. Okay. Well, yeah it was good that's some good stuff in it yeah. you like that one zach yeah yeah i like that one mm-hmm. cool all right so yeah let's get started um so I'm going to just, we're going to get the first one out of the way because in the last episode, I chose a different movie than the one we're going to cover. The one that I chose previously was um, Devil Story, which is a kind of a weird French movie. (laughs) And the reason I chose it was because I was, you know, I'm in a group and and I just, you know, was looking at a list of weird French B movies that a lot of people like and, I, I thought that one looked interesting. So that's why I chose that one. Um, but then, you know, for certain, because of certain, certain circumstances, you know, we, we weren't all able to view this film. So we're going to table that one for, for a little yeah. while, you know, it's official release um, next year. <laughs> oh, next year. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it's good. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> It's worth seeing. Holy crap. I can't wait to talk about that one. I'll try to, I'll try um, to get to it. I'll try to get it sooner somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we went with a different choice, which is, I went with it because it was another French B movie. B movie. Yeah. I don't like know. I said. <laughs> yeah, I can't say um, it was B or not. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like I was led into this movie under false pretenses. But <laughs> The, yeah. the movie the reason i chose it was because i was sort of uh, i was attracted to the title um which was blueberry um but you know then i looked it up on prime and it wasn't under the title blueberry and i'm like what the heck's that all about because i swear i swore it was on there um so then i you know and then i looked it up kind of briefly afterward and i realized that it went by another title renegade which is not a very interesting title in my opinion but whatever so the movie is called blueberry slash renegade and the reason i chose it was because i thought it was going to be kind of like a goofy western thing you know it really wasn't that at all um i actually (laughs) i wouldn't even call it a western um (laughs) No, nope. I'm not sure what I would call this. Actually, Wikipedia um, calls it an acid western. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it starts off like a western, like because okay, so at the beginning of the movie, the main character, so like the first like basically like the first thirty to forty minutes of this of this movie are just a giant flashback, um, and that aspect starts off like a western you know the movie yeah. it kind of begins um it I mean, kind of begins like, the, is like a western like a basic western revenge story yeah yeah totally um it has the plot of a basic western revenge story at first Be- like at the beginning it kind of starts off like that johnny depp movie dead man where you know he gets involved with a woman and then the woman's jealous husband shows up and tries to kill and, and kills her. And so then the jealous husband gets shot in the process. And that creates a calamity situation that results in the main character fleeing whatever this Western location is, hmm. whether it be like a Western town and fleeing into the wilderness 
<clears throat> and getting involved with um, Native Americans, I guess. Um, however, after that, it's kind of not really a Western anymore. After that, it kind of just feels like it's just sort of making stuff up as it goes along until about maybe an hour and 10 minutes. And then it becomes an ayahuasca journey, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, that's how you would describe it, right? Definitely 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, needless to say, this wasn't exactly what I was thought, what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, so, I wasn't really in the mood for an introspective type of oddball genre splicing film. So, I didn't really enjoy it very much, personally. <laughs> okay. I think, I think if, I think if I had, if I had uh, watched it under the right circumstances, so to speak, I would have actually appreciated it a lot more than I than I did, and I sort of am kicking myself for that. But having mm. said that, I I will I do plan to sort of give this movie another shot at some point, just out of curiosity. So. Yeah, I because I went into it blind. I had no idea what it was at all. So I enjoyed it quite yeah. a bit actually. Mm, <laughs> good, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah definitely crazy <laughs> yeah well no like share your thoughts i'm curious i cause um, i i would like to sort of hear more opinions you know well i liked the first well it, i guess i mean the first ayahuasca trip you didn't i had no idea it was he they, there was no visuals for that very very first one after they found him like you know mm -hmm. after the whole fire yeah. and everything they found him <laughs> They did a first one, and it was like a few years. I guess I don't know how many, many years later. I'm assuming after that, because he's now like you know the marshal or whatever. And I was a little confused at that because it was just like flowed into one another. It wasn't really any type of hard like, oh, this is yeah. what we're doing now. He just was yeah. the marshal at <laughs> some random point. But <laughs> yeah. when, the, when the next ahead. yeah, when the next trip happened i was like oh shit because then just crazy visuals started popping up mm. and i was like oh and, and then it went on and on too yeah okay. that, was, that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and then there was also like uh recognizable actors too that i was like okay mm. <laughs> this is an indication it's not a b movie <laughs> yeah like, i was surprised by that it had like juliette lewis in it and then I don't know who the main character was, but yeah, um, uh, Vincent Cassell. He's he's a uh, Vincent Cassell. He's a um, he's a relatively well-known like French actor who he's actually been in a few American films. He was in Black Swan, and uh, he played the the dance teacher in that. And um, okay, he's he's I've seen him in some other stuff too. You know, um, but yeah, he looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, early in his career, he, he was in a lot of subversive films and a lot of like challenging type of like, French pictures. Mm -hmm. And I, this, I guess, is one of them. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but That's anyway, sure. yeah, no. So this was a French film too then? Where they got a ton of American actors, it sounds like? <laughs> yeah, the French production... Yeah, um, sometimes that happens. Sometimes American actors act in French movies. Sometimes French actors act in American movies. You know, right. I feel like 
artistically speaking, the cinema world has a pretty decent relationship with the French, like 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 American cinema and French cinema have a pretty good like relationship with each other. So yeah, which is strange because neither country make the same kind of movies <laughs> at all. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd also say that if you're going into this movie looking for a western, you're not gonna like get it. There was like no gunfights or anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of, like sappy love story too, and which I guess you know some do have, but it's really played on that. Uh, and I I compare it to like uh, well, it gave me Enter the Void vibes <laughs> from all the like this. It was because it was mostly like yeah. just a trippy movie. <laughs> That's all it was, almost. Yeah. Yeah, that's those. I got the same kind of vibes. You know, I didn't expect it to be that kind of movie. You know, like, and I lo- I loved Enter the Void, but when I watched Enter the Void, I was kind of I was ready for it. You know, this movie, I guess, I wasn't quite ready for. You know, so, and I yeah. think that's like the thing because if I'm gonna watch a movie that about somebody going on like a journey like whether it be like an existential journey or a drug journey or or any kind of like journey like that I want to kind of be ready for that you know and I had expectations that this was going to be like a like a cheesy silly weird odd movie and it wasn't that Mm. at all it was actually (laughs) really stylish and you know had like interesting like ideas and concepts and approaches and the like the way it told its story was unique too and it was a little bit jumbled and yeah, I, I enjoyed its quality, but I would have enjoyed it more if I was like ready for it, you know, because <laughs> when I watched yeah. it, I felt kind of in over my head, you know, there's some movies, <laughs> there's some movies that actually like take that approach like intentionally though, that kind of make you, there's that are supposed to make you feel in over your head when you watch it. Um, <clears throat> Mikael Haneke's films tend to do that a lot. Like his film Cachet is a good example. Um, and then like Alfred Hitchcock's films do that a lot too, you know, and then David Lynch's Blue Velvet and like a, a couple of Todd Solondz's films. And there's a lot of movies that when you watch them, they're supposed to make you feel unprepared and you're kind of supposed to have sort of a, a visceral reaction to them, you know? Um, and so That's... I, I, I appreciate those kind of movies a lot. That is what I'm trying to say. So I'm not saying I dislike this movie by yeah. any means. And that's what I I do think it was that it was trying to do that because that's what I mean I don't know if you guys have tripped or anything but it's a lot like like you could definitely feel them whoever made this movie has done their extensive uh, mm-hmm. research on psychedelics because it definitely yes. felt like a trip and someone has been through them you know yeah just for one just how long the scenes those trip scenes lasted is definitely like when you're tripping you're like oh jesus this keeps going and going and then it had the wave essence to it as well like it would get really intense and loud and visual and then slowly guide back to them like in the real world and then just ramp up again and keep doing that wave stuff i did that a lot so (laughs) no I don't want to really answer the question as to whether or not I've tripped, you know, just for personal reasons. But um, yeah, I do agree, though, that the person who directed this movie seemed quite knowledgeable and had uh, very, um, very uh, deep thoughts about it and had a personal sort of, he had a personal thing that he wanted to say and 
you know come like put across with this one i feel like there was yeah. a personal quality to it so and that's also why i compare it a lot to enter the void because that movie mm. hit the same notes in the same yeah. ways and i was gonna even look it up to see if they were made by the same guy but i didn't because <laughs> it was very feeling similar it didn't like necessarily look the same and i would say this yeah. had more of a plot than enter the void did but it was still mostly just a trip movie <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, actually, Vincent Cassell, um, the actor in Blueberry, um, the main the main actor who played the main character who played the the title character, I guess, the Blueberry. Although I I don't recall throughout this movie we ever got his name, but um, it was Mike, was actually... I think. Yeah, Mike. Because ah, okay. I know the the bad guy kept calling him Mike and stuff, and in the first oh, yeah. scene she was like, "No, Mike, just go, you know, get out of here, yeah. Mike." <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i remember now um but he he was in uh gaspar Noe's previous film that he did before enter the void oh huh called the Airverse. um yeah and and that's an extremely challenging movie um but yeah he played he was one of the main characters in that and i think you've seen that one zach right yeah 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 so but anyway by the way, what did you think? Of, what did you think about of, the name? Uh, oh, yeah. No, he can, you you can go ahead first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, what did you think of this movie personally? Um, I did not like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you said, uh, I I was not expecting this. I was expecting a goofy western. You know, yeah. people like Eddie Izzard and Juliette Lewis. I thought it was going to be more like a comedy. Yeah, that's exactly that's what uh -huh. I thought too. And Michael Madsen, I was yeah. like, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just uh, the way it was filmed and edited is I don't know. There's like too many like close up medium shots the whole movie and stuff. Just the editing is all weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, no, it makes sense. Actually, one thing I really didn't like about the movie was, um, you know, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna criticize it, which I don't want to, didn't necessarily do, just because I, I feel like I went under, into it under sort of false expectations, but um, or misled expectations, I should say. One of the things I didn't like about it was how it used one of the old, like one of the most irritating cliches, uh, the quicksand death. Like, yeah, <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, That's funny shit. Yeah, I mean, I I just had to laugh when I saw that because I was like, oh yeah, people used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, so I, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. I was. Say, uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, surprised by Eddie Izzard being in it too. I liked that. It yeah. took me a second. I was like, is that Eddie Izzard? It sounds a lot. It looks a lot like him. But I was <laughs> I, yeah, I loved it. List. All these people were popping. I was like, wait, what are we watching? This isn't a B movie. <laughs> There's like all these famous people in it. What the fuck? That's when I, right when I started recognizing everybody, <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, so this isn't a B movie. So I was, I guess, a little more prepared for it than you, because I went in pretty blind. All, all I knew was a, a Western and then when I started recognizing everyone, I was like, okay, I can, I think I'm in, I'm ready for it. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think ultimately, I, th I think you got it. 
I think um, I would like to give it another shot um, at some point, and I definitely will because I, I, there were a lot of things I appreciated about it, you know, and like it kind of had like that sort of otherworldly quality to it, sort of like um, like the Doom Generation or like a movie like that, which just it feels like overdone and also like sort of like uh, just otherworldly that have, it, like there's just certain films that just have that quality to them that I, I can I can really get into them when I'm like in the right mood I just but I have to sort of be a little bit more prepared for them I think ultimately you know but I like that you're like open-minded enough though that you can sort of get into something like this and appreciate like it on an aesthetic level and oh yeah all that. that's cool you yeah. know so it makes me feel thankful that I chose it <laughs> yeah it was cool good excellent so, yeah all right. Do you have any final thoughts? I'm assuming thoughts, one thing they did for the naming of it. Oh yeah. Should I, should I go? I'll, yeah, go ahead. I'll just, I was just gonna comment right. on the naming oh, yeah. of it. Is um. Oh yeah, you can go first. It's probably you. because uh, I'm assuming it was the naming uh, uh, was because of the just the translation from French to English or U.S. I'm assuming nobody in the U.S. would think a name called Blueberry was a Western and they're just trying to market it towards like the Western f uh, fan base or whatever. Because Renegade def doesn't come, has nothing to do with the story at all, but sounds better than Blueberry <laughs> as a Western, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose it because it was called Blueberry. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So. You know, it's like, why would a Western be called Blueberry? That has to be like a joke, you know? And and there's a lot of people You'd on figure. this group. Yeah. And there's a lot of people on this group that I was in that really like this movie. And they're French, a lot of them. And But yeah, they were like talking this one up and saying it was a classic, all this stuff. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. French B movie. Why not? You know, now, and I feel like they were almost maybe playing a game on me, perhaps. Or I don't know, maybe they <laughs> thought I'd appreciate it, which... I don't know, but it was like, oops. It was like an oops kind of movie. No. You know? <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely watch it again. I'd, I'd probably give it a three out of five because like, I am like open to it. I'm open to what it was trying to do. I'm, I'm kind of curious to sort of just explore the mythology about it. I, you know, I understand that it's based on a comic book book or like a graphic novel right zach i think you mentioned that yeah yeah it's yeah. A, a belgian comic series i guess that's what the wikipedia yeah. says i'm i'm really curious i i'm 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 curious to explore this movie and sort of read up read about like you know the making of it perhaps and i don't know maybe like somewhere along the line i'll like maybe give it another shot because i just I don't know. I feel like I could have gotten more out of it than I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd recommend giving it another shot for sure. <laughs> mm. uh, if I was going to rate this, I guess I would do like, I don't know if we're talking about the movies we usually do, probably like a one just because, you know, it it's really <laughs> non, non exciting, nothing that you could like, oh, that was crazy, but on a normal scale of movies, I'd probably get like a three and a half. Like, this is cool. a good movie um, as far as normal movies go or more, ma it's not even mainstream, but artsy movie kind of in that wheelhouse, I guess. It was French. It was very French. 
Yeah, even though Vincent Cassell is yeah. trying to hide his accent so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every now and then he was speaking French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I would give it a one. I I, I definitely would rewatch it. And I think because it was like not good quality on the version I watched that had a little bit of something to do with it, but mm. yeah, that makes sense. Um, I feel like this movie could use a use like maybe a restoration. I must say, um, if it hasn't happened already, um, I don't know. I feel like this film could actually like if if it could be preserved because it's clear that this movie like there was a lot of visual thought put into it so i don't know that might be something that bigger studio should get their hands on at some point you know yeah, that'd be nice because it is kind of a curiosity <clears throat> all right so yeah next movie was your choice zach so yeah yeah my choice was rockula <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna read the wikipedia again this time <laughs> go for it okay. all right so <laughs> uh ralph levee played by dean cameron <laughs> is a friendly vampire a little which that was weird starting off the movie like that yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I watched this one last week too, so. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, he's 400 years old, still lives with his mother, Phoebe, played by Tony Basil, which that was a, a weird seeing her in that. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, Actually, she was pretty much my favorite part of the movie. Like, I kind of yeah. felt like if, this, if she hadn't been in it, this movie would have been a lot less interesting, you know? So. His mom's also a vampire. Ralph is living under a curse. After meeting the girl of his dreams 308 years ago, Ralph lost her after she was killed by her jealous boyfriend, a pirate. <laughs> A pirate? A pirate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it was repeated many times. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. By right. A pirate. repeating thing. Yeah. Specific yep. rhinestone peg leg with a ham bone. Yeah. Oh, fucking, yeah. Yep. Oh, fucking random as fuck. <laughs> It was it was definitely very random. I didn't quite understand what they were going for with it, but yeah, I, was I mean, at the at at the end, I was wondering if it was something his mom made up. I, I mean, I suppose that's possible. Mm. You know, I guess like <laughs> he lived long enough that he lived during the time of pirates, perhaps. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Otherwise, it would sort of just not really explain. Or actually, it got kind of explained away. I mean, that's about it. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't really a very exciting. 
Every 22 years it happens, I guess, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. He did something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now in 1990, Ralph, weary of the whole thing, vows to stay locked in his room and not to meet Mona again until after Halloween, much to the chagrin of his sentient and lab- labinious reflection. Which was also another weird choice they went with. Oh, yeah. I thought that was an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, the idea of him talking to himself, you know, it kind of meant that the actor had to do like a dual performance, which is always interesting to watch. I, I always enjoy that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, and they had played off the whole vampires have no reflection thing. Yep. Did he, I mean, did he have a reflection with when he was in front of other people or did is only he the one seeing that? I want to say time, like... The only time was uh, when he was by himself. Okay, yeah. I did like that because I, again, I'm a huge vampire fan so I thought that little, that little twist on the mirror vampire thing was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph meets up with local friends at a bar including rock legend Bo Diddley. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i i appreciated it i mean it was like i think they were kind of going with the music theme and it was just yeah who can we get i don't know i that's fame semi-famous <laughs> yeah exactly it, it was like um what do you call it like a sort of like a music reel in a way which i actually i liked it more than streets of fire <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that was a real rock guy then? I didn't even know that. Yeah, blues guy. Blues rock, I think. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know. They, yeah, they kind of like threw in a lot of little musical sort of tidbits here and there. Some of them were sort of sarcastically dispensed, but um a lot of this a lot of the jokes in this movie were like puns and like double entendre humor and it was kind of oh, going yeah. more for the lowbrow type like cheesy stuff so. yeah it was like 80s rom-com jokes type stuff yeah yeah Had that kind of style so. <clears throat> telling his friends the story of his girl again he walks out into the streets and hit and is hit by a car hit uh, by that girl mona mm. yeah so i mean i guess like at that point it um at that point it's kind of obvious like what's gonna like what like what direction it's going in you know so what like what did you sort of what do you guys sort of think about like how it all like unfolded? I mean, because like it it all sort of started off with like a like a giant introduction to him and his sort of like lifestyle and all that stuff, and then like once like she got involved, it was sort of yeah. Yeah, it was kind of predictable at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if I should continue with the middle part here. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I mean, go ahead. I mean, she's in a band, so he wants to be in a band. 
and his band name is Rockula. But he also plays under uh, Rapula at one point. <laughs> I liked that rap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty catchy. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part of the movie. That was the only good musical number they had. I hated the rest of them. <laughs> you had that weird uh, Tony Basil one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that one. I got I have to admit. Yeah, I mean, was... it was annoying, and catchy at the same time. Like, what was that? It was weird. Like, it seemed like his mother was trying to seduce him. Yes, it did. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was... <laughs> totally. I'm Go assuming on. it was his uh, vampire mother, though. So it might not have been his like his birth mother, like the one who made him. So. Oh, true. That's oh, yeah. what I. That makes... That's what I was picking up. So they they could do it. I think they do that in other <laughs> vampire movies. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I've seen that in something else. Um, I like wasn't there like a teen vampire movie or so, or like a movie from the '90s or like the early 2000s or something about like teenage vamp? I don't even remember actually, but like I feel like that did something like that too. Oh, they like. I think, but, oh, go ahead. I think I think True Blood's done it. I yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, there was that too. Yeah, and it doesn't feel too incesty or whatever. If it's like a vampire being <laughs> making something, yeah, like turning them, it's essentially just a bunch of demons like yeah. having an orgy, and that's about it. I mean, <laughs> when you really think about it, that's basically all that vampires do with each other. Yeah, and a lot of times in those cases, the human wants to be turned anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, you know. Anne Rice kind of did that sort of thing with her books. Yep. And yeah, I've seen it in other vampire movies and vampire books and vampire things, stories, other things. And, and yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Not much <laughs> really else that happens. Um, the girl's manager yeah. uh, wants to be the pirate to kill her at some point because of his mother. Oh, yeah. His mom gives him all side stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot else that happens. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, a like, couple music performances. And then, like, eventually you get to the climax where the girl, like, gets kidnapped, basically. Or yeah. like, yeah, and then oh, like, and the uh, where he has to prove that he's a vampire, and he turns into this weird, fat midget bat. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was goofy looking um, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and then oh gosh, okay, so this is another movie where the villain dies in a stupid way. Which is just, that's always kind of a disappointing thing when, like, you're watching a movie and the villain dies in a way that, like, you kind of, like, you kind of, like, it might not be expected, but it's just kind of silly and cheesy. Like, yeah. How was it again? I don't even remember, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I remember that, like, somebody said something stupid and then, like, that was it. I just, I don't know. Oh, uh, let's see. He, 
He turned into the bat and then it scared him into his freezing chamber coffin thing. Yeah. The, oh. the, the thing that he made. Right. Okay. Yes. That was, yeah, that was real dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just startled him and he fell into it or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, whatever. And then he said, so, "What he didn't he say something in response to that?" Like, see, yeah, some pun. Yeah, I I don't even. This movie was not very memorable. I gotta say, because <laughs> no, like no. there was, it barely had a plot. Yeah, um, I watched it two days ago, and I, I half yeah. of it's like gone yeah um, I, I watched it last of, week so yeah i'm looking through pictures and stuff trying to jog my memory I'm like, okay. yeah like most, most of this movie's just gags i watched it like two weeks ago like so you can even you can't even imagine like i just <laughs> this movie just really did not stick i hate to say it no um i'm into vampire stories i didn't really find this one particularly groundbreaking in any way um i like the fact that they like tried to do something kind of different with the vampire lure and tried to sort of get creative with it i'll give them credit for the music because i i know the music might not really you know be for everybody but i did enjoy those aspects of it um but the movie didn't really have much like much anything like there wasn't really a whole lot of personality to it um and yeah like the humor it was pretty much just like like i said just sort of um like um sight gags and sort of puns basically just like a lot of vampire puns and then like a lot of like cheesy sort of images here and there of like stereotypical kind of vampire stuff like it just yeah but i i dug the whole like character aspect of it i like the fact that like the beginning of the movie sort of followed his sort of life and i thought okay maybe they're gonna do something interesting with this but once it becomes like a romantic like movie it, nothing really happens in it yeah you know? so yeah the mom sings a song there's a couple concert scenes. Uh, not much else to say. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. One of one of the little funny gags I liked was there. He was walking by in one of those funhouse mirrors, and the dude was talking shit to him. Oh yeah. <laughs> he made, yeah. Like, a, made like a dick joke. He's like, "Well, one of these make it any bigger?" Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> No, that was good. There, there were some jokes I liked. I did. There were parts that I, I do, I did chuckle at. I just don't remember what they were. <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember chuckling at them. That's about it, though. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'd give it like a two, because I, I did enjoy it. It's just there wasn't really much to enjoy, like. Yeah, it was I, sort of like a brief distraction, and that's it. Go on. Yeah, I'd, I'll give it a two as well. It was like just goofy enough that I semi enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it. I, I'd give it a two as well for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
you could watch it if you're bored, I guess. And it's interesting enough. Yeah. I didn't find it boring as, as a movie, you know, like I felt like it was at least like entertaining enough to watch in one sitting, I guess is how yeah. I feel about it. Yep. So there just wasn't really anything extraordinary about it as a film. <laughs> And that brings us to... There was was one, I guess, I was just reading, Ralph's reflection, uh, I I forgot that he breaks out of the mirror at one point. Oh, yeah. Comes out as Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, It was like a music video. The final little music sting. Yeah, the music video, he comes out of the mirror and he's Elvis, plays an Elvis type song. Yeah. That's... That's about what it felt like. It just kind of felt like a series of music videos. And it was just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this next movie is a video type of thing at all. You know, that's your choice, Nick. So. My choice was The Ginger Dead Man. Um, and I just chose it because it looked funny. <laughs> the name, title, or and uh, like whatever the poster. <laughs> and Gary Busey was, of course, named in it, but he was hardly in it. <laughs> you know, unsurprisingly, it seems like that's a lot yeah. of what he does. <laughs> just shows up for a scene and then is out. Yeah, maybe like records voice work for about 30 minutes and then, okay, here's your however many dollar paycheck. Like, thanks for, thanks for, uh, thanks for helping us out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of times I see him in horror stuff. It's just, he's there for a cameo kill. Yep. Yeah. And he always acts the same. Yep. I mean, you could hardly, I don't even, was it his voice doing the Ginger Dead Man or was it just some other random voice actor? It was his voice. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, the, okay, what I noticed about Gary Busey this time watching that, because every time I see Gary Busey in a movie, I always notice something new about him. Um, what I noticed about him this time was just how confused he always looks. Like, I I kind of wonder, like, does he even know what these movies are that he's in? Like, because he always so. does the same. I I mean, the whole time. Okay, so he's only in the beginning of this movie. It's a kind of a brutal scene, actually. He's like, he basically shoots an entire family, like, at yep. a bakery, which is yep. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I thought, like, um, yeah, that's the very first scene is he's robbing at, like, a bakery. Which <laughs> is an unusual place to be robbing. And yeah. the whole time, the whole time he was doing it, like, I couldn't just, I couldn't help but sort of feel a little, like, sorry for him. Because it's, like, he really looked confused. Like, he didn't, he looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Like, obviously, like, he was shooting all these people. But you look at his eyes and he looks like he doesn't know where the fuck he is. Yeah. <laughs> he probably um, didn't. <laughs> so yeah. It's quite possibly. And so yeah, th- when I watched this movie, like that's kind of what I noticed this time about him and I was like, wow, that's And so the beginning of this movie was pretty interesting to me. I was like, okay, all right. So we got something. We got like this guy who shoots these people, gets put to put to death in the electric chair or 
I don't know. They didn't even show it. So whatever it was, yeah, I'm it guessing it was the showed a news guy. clipping. Yeah, it was. It showed a news clipping of, yeah. of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they do that, and then, um, and and then like, so it's like okay. So then it's like all right. Let's see what happens. So this movie had had a pretty good like it had good momentum at the beginning. I felt like like it's like ooh this could lead to something like pretty pretty cool this could lead to something pretty interesting pretty funny you know let's check it out anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so after he gets after the first scene um it skips to you know two years later it shows because he kills the father and the brother of the main character who's this girl that's now running the bakery with her mother and it cuts to yeah two years later uh her brother's birthday would have yeah. been her 21st his his 21st birthday they were gonna go to a titty bar <laughs> somewhere because it takes place in texas i guess they were gonna <laughs> yeah she said wherever yeah. you are <laughs> as she was like you know remembering her brother uh wherever you are i hope they have strippers and a uh, lone star <laughs> <laughs> So that was a stupid little line of like, oh yeah. I appreciate it. I hope I hope in heaven we have strippers yeah. and beer. <laughs> yeah, we, that's uh, no, you know that's somebody ideas. That's somebody ideas of some somebody's idea of heaven. But yeah, go on. Oh, yeah, a lot of people's, I'm sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah for for day, sure. I guess like a few days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a few days. Um, prior is when he was electrocuted i guess and cremated and the the girl the main girl gets a package of gingerbread spices and like before because it was it wasn't even uh revealed that when she got the package that he was cremated and whatnot but right when you get it you're like okay <laughs> that's probably his ashes <laughs> they proceed to you know make some gingerbread flour or whatever and one of the workers cuts himself and immediately puts his hand over the gingerbread flour mix <laughs> i thought that was so fucking stupid that made me laugh goes, Ow! and then instead of like bringing it away from the food he like immediately puts his hand over the food <laughs> and uh yeah. some of course some blood mixes with the the dough which yeah uh, of course apparently you gotta apparently have that <laughs> yep that's all it takes to create a demonic gingerbread man i guess Some... <laughs> i guess so who knew <laughs> i mean it could have just been like cookie dough it came to life like the dough could have just turned into a, a cookie that came to life and tried to kill them that could have just been the whole yep. plot they didn't even have to have the blood like sacrifice stuff in there. I don't. That was like excess fat <laughs> so dumb. on the plot. Yeah. I mean, it, it <laughs> I mean they Charles needed some. Band. You are very correct. It is Charles Band. This is a full moon production, so intelligence is probably not something that one should expect when it comes <laughs> to the plots of these. Because you know, you got to understand these tend to be made by a small crew who, you know, they're just doing it by the books and having a great time doing it. Like, that's generally what these movies yep. are, you know? They put out a lot of, like, 
you know what they used to call in the 90s um euro trash pictures like bloodstorm and like subspecies and all these other movies like that's kind of what they're known for and so you know this is kind of another in their long line of of z-grade classics you know which i've seen more than a few of (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah i mean they they had to pad it because it was only like an hour long like 70 minutes but with credits like a long opening credit scene and then a super long ending credit where they would like they were just like yeah. showing a highlight reel of each actor for I don't know at least ten minutes was the, yeah. like the back end credits and that was the full seventy minute runtime so it was less I'm pretty sure less than an hour long actual narrative. Yeah, that actually well, they had to cut it out where they could. The <laughs> Agreed. Like that's actually my main problem with the movie. Ultimately, is that. Um, it starts off so good and it kind of like goes in sort of a typical direction and then it just suddenly ends and it's like Mm -hmm. oh darn like I didn't actually realize that it was only like an hour (laughs) so Uh, I didn't look at the (laughs) runtime I assumed it was like 70 or 80 minutes I didn't realize it was going to be even shorter (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah that was that was my bad yeah no, no, my bad. I, I, I saw Thanks Killing for the first time. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, so, yeah there was, I guess the list of characters I'll go over real quick was, you know, yeah, the main girl. Yeah. There was this wrestler dude in the beginning mm. who's the blood <laughs> guy that started it all. Yeah. Uh, the mother, she was a drunk yeah. fucking mess <laughs> she was like shooting there was a scene yeah, she was just shooting character. at a building that was <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> she was drunk and shooting at like a big box building that was gonna or a restaurant that was gonna come in and put their restaurant out of business <laughs> and then <laughs> there was, was Miss lovely. Pretty Face of Waco <laughs> oh yeah the shooting the the sign you could tell they had very limited uh like they shot in like one room and that was just like a cut to shot of just someone yeah unbuttoning a flat or a banner <laughs> yeah <Something>. definitely <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah i i had a good time i was like oh god the you drunkard know. mother um, yeah no, like, the setup is awesome. Like, I'm ready to watch these characters, you know, get messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the cookie, then the stuff with the cookie happens, and then it comes, and... Yeah, yeah. so I, I was surprised about there being such a thing as a walk-in oven. Mm. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm not in the restaurant business or anything, or never have worked in it, but I... I don't yeah. think those exist. I'm not sure. <laughs> Walk-in ovens. I mean, it, it seems like kind of a dangerous idea. Like, yeah. Maybe they exist, but I don't know. I never. I've watched like Gordon Ramsay a few times. My knowledge about kitchens is not really particularly extensive. Um, you know, I did used to watch a lot of weird like European cooking shows when I was younger. And like, 
I mean, I mainly watched them because I thought the accents were funny, but I also actually thought what they were <laughs> what they were about were interesting too. You know, some of them were really stupid yeah. and cheesy. You know, <laughs> but a few of those, and I don't recall any walk-in uh, oven thing like ever. But who knows? Maybe it's an American thing. Because <laughs> it was the same door as the walk-in fridge too, like they just put a blue light when it a blue light behind it when it was the fridge and a red light behind it when it was the oven, and so like because you could tell they were working yeah. in a very small room too because they would do like a annoying like tilted camera yeah. and they would take a few small steps to make it look like they're passing mm. a whole friggin' larger room. I could tell it the camera angles and whatnot that they were yeah. trying to make as much room out of one small filming area as they could so it seems that they yeah, just use the I've same door much. for the same door for a fridge and an oven <laughs> they couldn't get a real yeah, one I think. probably <laughs> <laughs> um so the cookie the killer cookie um what were your thoughts on that ultimately? Disappointed. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, going to be too. more Busey like. <laughs> I wanted it to be more. Because I, I couldn't even tell if it was. I mean, there were free, definitely some lines I could, but like, didn't. It wasn't acting all Busey <laughs> as much as I wanted it to. Um, I thought Harry Busey was going to be dressed in a cookie costume. And right, I thought so too. That he like it, that it was gonna be like really cheesy and stupid looking, and that he, it, he was gonna look ridiculous. And I was so ready for that. And it didn't happen. It was like a weird kind of Chucky creation type thing that looked yeah. kind of cheap and like fake. And it was like, oh, damn, yeah, it was totally like, a, a Chucky I didn't want... rip off. <laughs> yeah, like I was expecting, you know. I was expecting something like really funny, you know. I wasn't expecting like, you know, bone chillers level or goosebumps makeup <laughs> type stuff. Like it's like, oh darn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know what what do you, you feel about it, about the movie, Zach? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I agree that it was too small. <laughs> it was like, oh darn. <laughs> too small to be threatening yep. so but, but what were your thoughts about it um it was yeah uh, underwhelming <laughs> i thought it was gonna be yeah more slasher ish <clears throat> i mean it was but it wasn't at the same time like i, I knew it was gonna be the small thing because i've looked into full moon stuff but it was still yeah. underwhelming <laughs> actually seeing it on screen yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, only that's, yeah. only two people died in it too that I can yeah right just yeah. Miss Pretty Face of Waco and her dad <laughs> yeah yeah aside from those two it was just the people at the beginning and that's it like and so that's like maybe like three so five people total oh, right, which yeah. is like but that but the three like at the beginning that's like almost a separate like you know that's that's that that's not the cookie that's killing them. I mean, that's yeah. That wasn't the slasher part. That just, was the setup. Yeah. Those it's don't just count. Gary Busey. Gary Busey <laughs> yeah. looking like he just kind of stumbled 
into the film like <laughs> they probably it's it. like a one day sh- definitely just a afternoon shoot with him <laughs> Can yeah you get i wouldn't even be surprised if they recorded his audio right there in that very room like I, <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <clears throat> that's that's the kind of stuff they do you know they're like even below the level of roger corman well actually maybe i wouldn't say below the level of roger corman but like the thing the difference between rod the difference between them and Roger Corman though is that Roger Corman actually knew how to make a good movie, you know? And when he didn't make a good movie, it was usually like, because he was like doing something else with it. But like, I kind of consider him sort of like the Walt Disney of B movies though, like in, in a certain, like for a certain degree, like in a certain way, because he, he, uh, he, he excelled at this kind of thing, like making movies within the span of like a day or two days or a week with like a skeleton crew of maybe like eight people total and like a plot that like barely makes sense you know and he did he made a lot of those movies he, he's made hundreds of or was involved in the making of hundreds of those kinds of movies and a lot of them are actually good so when it comes to something like this it kind of feels like the cast you know and the crew probably like didn't really put a whole lot of effort into it they were just kind of like we're Go, like sort of going off the novelty of it alone you know definitely yeah the acting so. felt that way <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> uh so yeah the gingerbread man's out and about causing terror uh the phone lines are cut mm. the, they forgot their cell phone charger uh <laughs> typical you know dumb movie sh- horror movie shit yeah um, which I like, like the fact at one point, a charger this time. So. Yeah, at one point they were like, "Why don't we just leave?" And they were, and the, the answer was like, the guy, like the Miss Pretty Face's boyfriend was like, "Nah, no," <laughs> or they were just like, "Nah, no." Nah. And then they tried, and then they actually did try to start leaving, but apparently during that time he booby trapped all the exits because <laughs> Miss Pretty Face got. like just a knife right in her skull (laughs) which was one of two deaths yeah the the two that that was one of them and the first one was her dad getting crushed by a ginger the gingerbread driving a car (laughs) yeah and then also like the another i was gonna say sorry the the mom um she like gets knocked out but she doesn't die so but anyway go on yeah yeah no she gets knocked out her finger cut off and she was mm. in the oven the walk-in oven for a while yeah <laughs> so but she lived and yeah. there's her the mother's the mother's helper she was knocked out and put in the freezer with like frosting all over her and yeah put cherry tips on <laughs> cherries on on her uh yeah. breasts <laughs> yeah i you know that was like that was pretty that was pretty dumb but at the same time it's like okay well Keep keep doing that because like I think you're on the right track. Yes. Like, you know keep keep being dumb like that and let's see if you can you know achieve gold. You know that's what I say about these kind of movies is sometimes you can do it right. You know just feel like the running time didn't really give right. them a chance. So. They needed more of that and they needed to go to the writing board of the Ginger Dead Man's like one liners. They're mm. all very generic. I feel they could have I don't know tried more tried more hard like 
more yeah. punny type or something. I don't know. There was one or two, but they weren't that good. <laughs> and then the rest were just. I don't remember weird. any of them. I, no, none of them were good enough to remember. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Die, bitch, or whatever. Like, I might have been one of them. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything. <laughs> it's pretty lame. It's a pretty lame for ginger for a movie about a killer cookie you know <laughs> not super groundbreaking yep. or exciting i guess not that it needed to be but <laughs> yeah. um it was <laughs> not super good nonetheless you know but that's how it goes i guess yep. i don't know what were your thoughts on it like overall like um i mean i'll s- I thought it was all right, but not good <laughs> at the same time. Like, eh. I was yeah. disappointed with the, I don't know. I just didn't feel enough Gary Busey was in it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It was just very straightforward, hour long, cheesy thing. Yeah. They should, I, I agree. They should have yeah done more goofy stuff, silly stuff like the frosting chick and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and then Not, I, and then I guess it ends it ends with the the wrestler guy he comes back from his wrestling match and hmm. eats the ginger dead man <laughs> which was a funny little stupid ass scene because <laughs> it, it first it shows a shot of him biting his head off and then it goes back to the gingerbread dead man's head screaming ah like he's getting eaten and whatnot but the very first thing that was eaten was his head so it would have it was just a bad edit, cut, whatever the fuck they were going for. Like, and yeah. <laughs> the wrestler, so the wrestler has <clears throat> ate him. He says, "Got milk." That was his one-liner <laughs> at the end. Yeah. And he, at the very end, he gets taken over by the ginger dead man because he ate him, and mm. they push him into the walk-in oven to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I- the end <laughs> that's about it yeah oh, oh yeah there was one funny line that i it was a dumbass line it was the wrestler came in and he was all prepared to kick his ass but he just had a gun on him and he was like oops yeah, <laughs> was yeah it was funny oops. um also was it i don't know was there like did he get uh, like was there like one last thing that happened like right before the credits or something or did it just it just like suddenly end. I don't. Um, I, I feel like there was something else. They had like some kind of that happened, or maybe I'm just. Yeah, there was like a year later, or several. I don't know however um, long <laughs> later there was like a bake yeah. sale of some sort, and they brought over. Yeah. Some kids were asking for gingerbread cookies, and I don't know, some teachers or something brought a box of them. But it didn't yeah. look like the ginger dead man or anything, except for their eyes turned from like drops, yeah. droplets of candy to googly eyes <laughs> yeah. it was fucking stupid with ominous music <sighs> oh jeez and then there's three more there's, of these so, movies okay. <laughs> yeah so yeah there's three more it. ginger dead mans three more or three total I guess three more some... damn and isn't one of them a spinoff or something? It's a crossover with their other series, Evil Bong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> I see what these guys are going for. <laughs> Great. Yeah, let's all right. Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. <laughs> no, but um okay, so yeah, there's like they made a bunch of evil bong movies and one of them is like Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's exactly the title. <laughs> <laughs> awesome shit yeah lovely <laughs> okay well anyway um do you have any thoughts on this one zach um it could have been better i'm i'm definitely interested to watch the sequels see if they do make it any more uh goofier but who knows mm. Well, I just read the plot for the third one actually right here and it sounds hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, excellent. The, the third one, the ginger dead man traveled back in time to slash his way through a roller disco competition. Huh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that, that's ginger dead man three, Saturday night cleaver. <laughs> wow. It does sound pretty awesome. It sounds almost as, as awesome as um, <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it's my favorite plot summary. It's like uh, it's not, it's a movie my dad has on VHS, and I I always forget the title. Ghost something, and it's about like a bunch of swimsuit models that find a ghost ship. Um, and I really want to look. <laughs> I want to find that title because I I'm curious to watch that one. I still haven't watched it, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> nice or wait i think i or maybe i did watch it but i just don't remember it like yeah i don't i i don't think i've seen that one but i could be wrong i i don't remember it if i did so i've seen like a lot of them i like a lot of bad movies so i don't know i'm sure if i rewatched that one i would remember if i'd seen it before or not anyway so yeah ginger dead man um yep i mean okay about it it's pretty straightforward yeah. Yeah. all right so i'd probably give it like a, either about. either like a one or a two probably like something low more than likely because i just eh, it could have been better yeah i was gonna give it a one a one and a half yeah. i'll give it a one and a half yeah i was gonna say one and a half yeah. um there you go it's the half star for the the boob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the frosted ones. <laughs> yeah, almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, cool. All right. So, um. All right, so yeah, are you guys? Do you guys want to um, pick next week's or not next week, but like next, the next three for next time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You want me to go first? Uh sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'm gonna choose one that I think I I think I've already seen called Beanstalk which 
they used to play in like on TV all the time in the nineties. And it, I, I didn't realize it until like recently, but, uh, or I think I might've realized it like last year, sometime, not so, super long ago, but that was put out by full moon. Okay. So it's I'm just kind of, goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, so I'm just kind of curious to rewatch it because like, I don't remember it that well, but I do remember like it playing on TV and I just, I don't know. It sounds so stupid. It's about, it's basically like Jack and the Beanstalk, <laughs> but I'm just curious. So I'm going to choose that one. Okay. What was the title of it? Beanstalk. <clears throat> okay. Um, so I was gonna, since the next time we record, probably was gonna be like around the first week of December. I'm gonna choose a Christmas movie. Oh, good idea. Uh, I'm gonna go with Santa <laughs> with muscles. <laughs> nice. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, cool. <clears throat> Excellent. I'm ready for another Hulk, Hulk Hogan movie. And Clint Howard. <laughs> Nice. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> All right, I am down. <clears throat> I'm trying to I think it might be this one. Okay. Um I didn't I didn't realize it was a uh gonna uh, yeah, we're, we're getting close into Christmas. Uh but oh, yeah, the I movie didn't think about I that either. So, yeah, so I just went with another kind of dumb one. Um, I believe it's called Spy High. Spy High. Yes, or okay. Task Force 2001. It's, I'm not really sure on the actual title of it, but... Okay. Yeah, it has a little <coughs> one of those two All names, right. Task Force 2001 or Spy High. Is what I'm seeing it as. Okay. What's what is it? Is it? I don't think I've heard of it. <laughs> uh, it's like a teenage spy movie, I think. Like they're in high school spy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm down. I'm 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 ready for it. Quite the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a Hulk Hogan Santa Claus movie. We got. A teenage spy movie. We got. What did I choose again? Beanstalk. Beanstalk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we got a Jack and the Beans. <laughs> we have a Jack and the Beanstalk <laughs> movie put out by Full Moon Productions. So this, this will be an interesting triple feature. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. I'm ready for it though. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. All right. Well. You know, until next time, you know, stay safe um, and take care. And that is all. Yeah, stay safe. Have a good one. <laughs>